For so many modern-driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional, and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present with our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other smart, conscious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. In our business, we're big fans of financial literacy and accountability. Knowing your numbers is an essential aspect of building a successful business and inherent responsibility for any entrepreneur. We also believe that what you focus on grows. So pay attention to your money. How do we stay up to speed on our numbers? We use Bench for our bookkeeping. It's simple, elegant, and saves us so many hours that would otherwise be spent neck deep in receipts on the other side of a spreadsheet. Each month, our transactions are automatically imported into Bench and we get on-demand financial reports. We even enjoy opening up our profit and loss statement to review each month. And when tax time comes around, we are up to date and ready to go. And this is what financial empowerment feels like. Head on over to anshe.co slash bench to save 20% off your Bench accounting plan for the first six months. Welcome to the Angie Spoke podcast. Today we spoke with Vinay McGee, who is the founder of the nonprofit Ebb and Flow Collective. The Ebb and Flow Collective is a safe social wellness community serving women and non-binary folks who are in search of spiritual empowerment. Vinay is a true visionary thought leader in the area of spirituality, holistic wellness, and mindset. She uses workshops, meditations, and personal sessions. She's got a very, very cool marketplace of various practitioners, all to help her clients find and embrace their individual power from within. We really love what Vinay has created, and we love learning how it came to be. She shares such a touching story of discovering the book, The Secret, and how it completely transformed her world. Let's listen now to Vinay McGee. Well, welcome, Vinay, to the show. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and to be invited. So, Vinay, we are fascinated by your business and your work, and we want to learn all about it. But maybe first, can you just introduce yourself to our audience? Yeah, of course. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here and be able to be on your platform. I love all the work that you ladies are doing as well. So thanks for amplifying my voice. So my name is Vinay McGee and I grew up in the Bay Area, specifically in Marin County, which is a very small, very wealthy um, community. I did not grow up with wealth. I actually grew up in the foster care system. During my time in foster care, I experienced 
from my parents, obviously a lot of abandonment issues, but even in foster care, it was just like super unsafe, lots of manipulation and abuse, both physically, verbally, emotionally. And I feel like I really just, I don't know. I feel like I had like an out-of-body experience growing up to pretty much protect myself and to survive. And I took all of my skills that I learned as a youth and just continued to apply them to my life. And in 2015, my biological mom passed suddenly the day before my birthday. And that was when I got cracked open. I would say that was like my big turning point. I really got cracked open. I began to have what I call a seeking spirit. So my spirit began to seek understanding and ways. And I was angry and confused. And there were, you know, answer or questions that remain unanswered. And they will continue to remain unanswered. Actually, both of my parents are now deceased. So I think questions that they will just never be answered. During my mom's passing, I, you know, had the seeking spirit. And so a friend of mine gifted me the book, The Secret. I grew up super Christian up until that point that I got the book, The Secret. (laughs) I was like very Christian. And um, so my mindset was, was that like, whatever was going to happen to you was just going to happen. Like you're like, God had your life already planned out. And like, you know, like I had no control or power. And so that was my belief. I really thought that I was just like, Oh, like when that, you know, things would happen to me, I just always would feel powerless because that was what I was taught and to just pray <laughs> and hope for this miracle to happen. But it wasn't until that I read the book, the secret, I read it in like two days that I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, whoa, wow. Like you can think for yourself and have your own thoughts. And I've been creating my life, like what? And so it was like the first time I heard of like the law of attraction, no one in my life or community of friends knew about this information or anything. So I was this lone ranger really. And they, like people actually in my family and friends circle thought that I I joined a cult. Um, (laughs) She's lost it. Yeah, they're like, what the hell is going on? going on with this girl (laughs) um and so it was new concept so it's not like I was so receptive to it I was actually like I'm gonna prove this book wrong because I was taught something completely different well the book proved me wrong and (laughs) I just fell in love with mindset and spirituality from there and I just began my journey and being in Marin County there are no shortages of holistic healers or naturopath healers or anything like that so I like I believe when I became open, my teachers started to show up and the spaces, the healing spaces started to open up and I started to get invited to all these different things. And, but within that process of healing and going to these spaces, such as like spirit rock, which is very popular, I still felt like other, even though they were intentional spaces made to be inclusive, I still felt like I was checking that box of others, like whether it was because of my skin color or the way I identified or because of my story, I just didn't feel like I belonged in those spaces. And so that's when I recognized a need for a community like Ebb and Flow. And so... That's when I started to just work with the universe and 
get ideas together. I was doing business consulting at this time. So I was, I actually consulted with a client who did wellness retreats. And that was like, I, I think the seed that got planted for me. And so I started hosting women day long wellness retreats. That's how family and I actually met was through my retreat because she sent her sister. And just from there, like I just really started to develop and grow the community organically. And one of the things that I really felt passionate about was autonomy. And that's something like I really feel so like great about within our community is that like pulling in different healers and practitioners, they get to be autonomous. They can have their, you know, their own brand and business within ebb and flow and to me, that really helps to eliminate the competition because I felt like when I was in these healing spaces, like people were being so kind of sneaky with like, oh, like, you know, take my card, but don't tell anyone else type of thing. And so I really wanted to just get rid of that. I was like, it's so toxic. And how could we possibly really be healing if we're, if there's other intentions kind of wrapped up in that? So basically that's how Evanflow was born and created. And I really felt the need to include like all identifying women, non-binary individuals, because I myself, it wasn't because like it started to become popular, but because I myself started to think about my identity and how polarized I am. And so I went on my own non-binary journey to understand how I could be both and how I can live and navigate in a world with both and not just as one identity. You know, I've identified so long as a Black woman. And so there's there's so much more to me than just a Black woman. Like that's very strong, you know, in who I am, but I also have other, other things that I identify with. And so that's where non-binary really helped me in just like my language, how I speak to myself, how I speak to others. And it's just, giving me the opportunity to really learn. Yeah. If there is one industry that needs a little diversifying, it would be the (laughs) wellness industry, huh? Totally. So, so I think that what you've done is amazing to even like recognize that and then take action and create something. So can you just describe ebb and flow? Like what is it exactly? Yeah. So just like the modern day woman, ebb and flow cannot be described in one word. But what we truly are, we're a sacred community, a sacred sanctuary that offers different healing modalities through our one platform. So we have workshops, we have retreats and different programming because we, we, during the pandemic, we turned into a nonprofit. So now we're, but we're, our work has changed a little bit. And so we're really wanting to make wellness accessible to women and non-binary individuals, no matter what your income is. Like it doesn't, I could care less. It's like really about, because we have been the most groups of oppression. And so it's really about seeing that like, it's not, it's not a privilege. This is necessary. It's a need. It is, it's supposed to be like part of you know, I don't know, our ritual or our brain, like who we are. And so I really find that women have a lot of guilt, especially moms and stuff like that. So it's a space to let go of your guilt, feel deserving and be able to be in community with other women. And so we also support women like through our membership and like we sell crystals and stuff like that. 
Yes, we know. We were just having a conversation about your selling a few minutes ago. So do you actually hire like practitioners though, right? Like, so. Yeah. So I handpick each practitioner to come onto the platform of Evan Flow. And so this way, say you were like, oh my gosh, I really, you're looking through our list of practitioners and you see there's a tarot reader. You're like, I really have wanted to try tarot, but I'm so scared of it because of all of the crazy stories I heard, right? All the controversy out there. Well, I know I can trust Ebb and Flow as a, you know, a platform, a company. So I'm going to try out their tarot reader. And that, I don't know how to put that into like a beautiful sentence, but that is (laughs) basically my idea. Like they get to come to us as a trusted source and use any of our practitioners. And again, like our practitioners remain autonomous. So they, that person books directly with the practitioner. They don't even go through me and the practitioner handles everything for that particular client. So you're, you're basically like a marketplace. Yeah. Oh, that's a good word. Mm, <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do, Vinay. <laughs> so, and then are all the practitioners, are they women and non-binary or non-binary? Yeah. They are. Yeah. They're either white women men, or non White men? No white men. <laughs> <laughs> no white men. <laughs> I love our white men. We do. My, my fiance is white. I really do love white men, but this is not the space for them. And I'm really like unapologetic about that. If they ever have questions, I like want to support or something like that. I, I believe there's other ways to get them involved, but it's it's ran by, you know, women, yeah. self-identifying women and non-binary individuals. So do your practitioners, do they struggle to create a business because of how they look or identify? They have, yeah. Many of them have different, like they're on different, you know, parts in their business journey, I believe. And so a lot of them, especially like our trans, like we have trans and non-binary practitioners. And I believe that they have encountered resistance to their work just based off of the way that they look. And so if I can give them the platform and the safety to, you know, to share their mission and life's work, then that's, you know, that's what I want to do. And then the same, like I said, it's like this give and take constant uh, relationship. The ebb and flow. The ebb and flow, exactly. And Vinay, where do you find your practitioner? So I, I, it sounds like you do have a marketplace, but it's also highly curated by you. Yeah. Which, which I just want to give you kudos for, because to me, that's the most needed thing on the internet as it becomes such a loud and noisy and busy Mm -hmm. place, you know, we really need to be able to look to certain thought leaders for signals of where to go, where, you know, what resources to, to seek. And so how do you, how do you find your people? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I go into deep meditation and I ask the universe to provide the people. I say, I like list, I'm like, this is what I need. This is who I'm looking for. I need them to, you know, kind of fit within these things, but also like, you know, be broad and then just allow the universe to allow them to show up. And I know that sounds super woo woo and like probably unrealistic, but the practice of asking is the the powerful piece, right? And that's where the shift comes in because I could not ask and just do the work myself. And then, which I have done in the past and people have come onto our platform that was not, I think like as committed because I ask, you know, a lot from them. 
I wanted to be safe and inclusive and genuine. And so in the past that has, when I did it just off of like my own ego and knowing what's best, it hasn't all, the partnerships haven't always been in alignment. But when I allow the universe to do the work for me and I ask and I be receptive to showing up, then that is when they showed up. So what that looks like and where they show up is word of mouth. So wonderful women like you are like, you know, connect us through email. And like, I really think they would be great through Instagram. Sometimes I'll just be scrolling and some random profile pops up and I'm, and I'm just so drawn to that person. And I will like look at everything about them and dissect them (laughs) as much as I can from, you know, the internet. And then I reach out and we start a conversation from there. And I try to be intentional you know, it could be a, a white woman. I, I really don't care, but just like intentional with like anyone else's intention for being a part of like this collaborative partnership. You know what I think is really cool and it never really occurred to me until right now is that any spiritual healer, whether you are like tarot or energy, whatever, anything, there is a part that is interpretation. Like Mm. as I read the cards and I am going to interpret based Mm -hmm. on my lived experience, right? I find that so interesting that I could go, and I don't even know if this is a thing, if if you have someone like this, but like a trans tarot reader. I do. Do you really? Shout out to you, Albus. I'm I'm trying to like get your website to to see, but it was just like, that would be like, everything, you know, it's it's such, such a white woman industry, right? And so how fascinating is it to have a session with someone who just has a completely different experience of the world and view of the world. And I don't know, I'm super interested in that now. I love that you picked up on that because when we are reading or, you know, doing spiritual work, we, we almost have to move, remove ourselves and just become this channel for divine intelligence and communication and not everyone can do that and that's okay like that's part of their journey their path like what they need to learn yeah I mean I I do it like it really intentionally and you know just to speak on like our trans tarot reader Albus they are so amazing because not only are they trans they live in China oh yeah right so they're like and so you know, coming out and hearing their experience of being a Chinese trans person, they're so, it's like so multi-layered and it's so juicy and so rich. And so for that person to go and be like, I am of service to come and heal the world, to me is powerful. Even if you don't necessarily look like me, like I know you have a story, like, you know, just because of the um, stereotypes that we hear of, the Asian culture and things like that. So to be able to step outside of the stereotypes and the, you know, perceived hardships that our cultures put on us, I think is so beautiful. So I really love to hire people who have a story also. So Vinay, what I want to know more about kind of like the breakdown of the business, because we have so many entrepreneurs that listen to our show and Mm -hmm. like, was there always a decision to have physical products as part of the business? When did that come in? What's the breakdown in terms of like digital versus physical? How does it all work? 
So when we first started, we were a service-based business. We were, we had in-person retreats and events, and I later ended up getting a physical space. And so that's when we started to expand to offer like meditation and yoga and do more events because I had like a space to, to accommodate that. But then the pandemic hit. And so I shut down my space and I really shut down kind of everything. I was shut down myself. And so that's when we transitioned to a nonprofit. And as a nonprofit, most of our income comes from like, we depend on income from donations or grants. And so I did a crowdfunding on iFundWomen and they have a very strategic way of crowdfunding they they were like the first I think to kind of break off and be like don't just ask for money like a GoFundMe you should be able to like prove a concept of your business and make money so what they do is they you have you create these rewards and so people buy a reward and they get something in exchange for their dollar and so that really made me think how as a nonprofit can we do do something very similar to that? And so I was like, oh, crystals. <laughs> I was like, we're a spiritual based business. Crystals. I love crystals. I use them in my own personal practice and smudges and things like that. And so I was like, this is going to be great. So I added it and then I was like, this is such a great way to get you know donations and this passive income and I love to be creative and things like that so creating all the kits and drying the flowers to add to the bundles and things like that's just stuff that I love so it really gave me this creative outlet that I was so yearning for in my business since I wasn't doing the physical events anymore so I was like I need to be creative and do something create something with my hands and have that tangible thing and yeah so we just started to create our to put together kits and everything so that's like how we incorporated the products and then our membership which is getting ready to roll out soon it was that same similar idea what type of content and value can I share with our community that they so badly desire and need and we get something in return so again that ebb and flow that you know give and receive relationship is a huge theme in our business if you haven't caught on and so yeah the membership will be a great resource to support our community and hopefully bring in new members and get them excited about ebb and flow and our offerings the membership would be like clients who are looking for spiritual like who would join the membership and what would they get the ideal person who would join is a self-identifying woman and what they need is is a safe space to come to to be held accountable to share their ideas in a sacred space where it is going to be receptive also someone who wants spiritual and mindset tools and so it's a month-to-month membership so if you cannot afford it one month, like drop it and then pick it back up or whatever you need to do. Talk to me, like whatever it is. Um, And every single month they get what we call a a new medicine kit. And in that medicine kit will be a monthly mantra, a meditation that they can follow, some type of workout, 
journal prompts, and then we have member-only events throughout the month so that they can, they, like we have Manifestation Monday every single Monday. Uh, we have like office hours where they can come in and get one, like, you know, group coaching from me. And then the last one we have is also Breakfast Club where we're creating this co-working space through Zoom so that you can just feel, you know, in a collaborative mindset. I know I like to work with other people. It's all digital. Like every, I mean, obviously the work with you is through Zoom and digital, but like all the-, the, the... It's all it's all digital. We will ha- offer um, like member opportunities for members to meet in person if they are local to the Bay Area and want to do that. So yeah, but it's all digital. No, oh, that's very exciting. That's very cool. We are creating a membership course as our inner circle clients will know. And so I'm like, we're just digging into all the memberships that are out there and seeing how some of the best practices. So that's great. Yeah, I think I was really like when I was looking, well, for one, we asked our community, like, what do you need Mm -hmm. (laughs) first and foremost? And then I think the biggest thing I heard was access. And so they wanted access to the things that we were creating, but couldn't for various reasons, can't necessarily commit to that time, but they want to watch the replays. They want to be involved in the ebb and flow community, but they can't always, you know, be there live with us. Yeah, that's right. That's what we hear too. So (laughs) Vinay, what is the thing that you are struggling with the most right now? You as a person, as an entrepreneur? Yeah. I think my biggest hurdle always is asking. Growing up, it was not safe for me to ask. I struggle with that because sometimes like I either want to ask, you know, even if it's as simple as like asking someone to be on their podcast, because I feel like I can really provide great value for their listening audience kind of freezes me up sometimes. And it takes me a little longer to put to put go into action. So that's, that's my biggest struggle right now. Thank you. And I want to know from the beginning of the conversation, what was the thing that the secret, like you challenged the universe or, you know, the secret to like prove it right? What was the thing that proved it right? I was homeless at this time. I was, I had nowhere to live. I was couch surfing, staying in my car some nights. And I really wanted a space to call my own. The first thing that happened was I was able to buy a car, A, to sleep in. And then B, I shortly, a coworker opened up her home and and rented a room to me. And that was my first sense of creating safety for myself with the help and assistance of the universe. Wow. It's not just like, show me an owl. It's like... It was like real shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was, I really needed safety. Like I really felt unsafe and not knowing where you're going to sleep at night is a unsettling feeling. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Vinay, I have so enjoyed this and I am so happy that you're doing this work. It is so needed and so necessary. So you've got our support, whatever we can do for you. We are behind you a hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you so much. And same here. And Vinay, we end every episode by asking our guests to share joy and hustle. So we'd love to hear what's bringing you joy in your life right now. And what is a tool or resource that you love that you would love to share with our listeners that can help them hustle in their business or career? 
Yeah. So one thing that's bringing me joy right now is just really exercising my privilege to use, to have a choice. I think we really take choice for granted and I have been using choice and whether that's to fight for, you know, a Black Lives Matter issue or not, like it's my, you know, I get to have that choice on where I can get to spend my energy. And that's super empowering to me. And it's just lately, especially with the death of my Kia, I just have to mention her. I've realized just how empowering choice really can be. And that has brought me joy because I've been on the other side of not not knowing that I had a choice. So that's bringing me joy right now. And then a hustle or a tool I would love to share with anyone who's listening is to get yourself a mentor. Mentorship is so important, especially when you're either just starting off or when you're thick in your business. A mentor, hands down, is so powerful. I have a mentor, I have several mentors. And they get to advise me on different things. And it's so helpful, especially the times when I want to walk away and give up on ebb and flow, because there are those times as much as I love it, I'm still human. And I'm able to call that mentor and share these thoughts and things and not feel judged um, and feel safe to be able to like share that with, you know, another human who can just like listen and, and hold that, you know pain for me as well and just be like okay like now what's next like okay you cried but what's next and like they're going to keep you on that path they're not just going to let you well a good mentor isn't just going to let you give up and walk away so to me that's my tip <laughs> those are great joy and hustles like let me tell you that was uh, that was thank awesome you. <laughs> well Vinay, thank you so much for this time really happy for you and your success and what you're creating in the world. And I know this is just the beginning of a good friendship and hopefully a partnership with our businesses that we can support each other. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I really just want to say thank you for listening to the call of like the universe, because I mean, y'all don't know me from a can of paint. You just like listen to someone was like, this girl's awesome. Yeah, but you came recommended from family. So very (laughs) highly recommended. Yeah, I mean, she's a great recommendation, but um, I just want to thank you for having trust in me as well. And just let people know where they can find you if they want to learn more about Ebb and Flow and you and your work. Yeah, so we're on Instagram. That's probably the quickest way to get instant or contact with us. Um, and that's Ebb and Flow Collective. Or you can visit our website at ebbandflowco.org. I don't run our Instagram, but I do do the communications. So I, I, you will be corresponding with me. So thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thank you. All right, chat soon. Bye.